0: The Rookie Leaders Podcast, episode 30. What does your team mean to you?
1: Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now here's your host, Michael Tanner.
0: Well, hello everyone. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. As I say every single episode, I don't take for granted the fact that you uh, spend time with me. I know that there's lots of other things you could be doing with your time. I know there's lots of other leadership content out there, another podcast you could be listening to. But I greatly appreciate you spending this time with me today. Uh, today's a solo show. I'm going to be talking to you a little bit about what does team, what does the word team, what does my team mean to me? I'm uh, going to talk to you a little bit about my history as it relates to uh, being a part of various teams and just kind of dive into some of the kind of the definition and the purpose. Why is team even important? Uh, and so I wanted to talk through, through that with you today. Before I jump into that, uh, a few housekeeping items as typical. Uh, certainly want you to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I do believe that you can find the podcast in almost any podcast directory uh, that you might be using. So uh, be sure that you subscribe to the podcast in that directory such that you ensure that you never miss a single episode. And I would greatly appreciate a rating and review Within that podcast directory of choice, I know that this is not at all um, easy in time at times, and, and whatever directory you're using, maybe you're on your phone, maybe you're you're uh, in the middle of uh, of a commute, you maybe you're driving. You got to remember to do this later, whatever it might be. But just know that I greatly appreciate you taking the effort to leave a rating review of the podcast. You're probably familiar with what that does. Is it obviously it gives me feedback on the content and and how valuable you find the content of the, of the podcast, but it also helps with the search algorithms and so forth within those podcast directories such that when other individuals are, are seeking out leadership content, then the ratings and review just boost the search uh, criteria for this podcast. And, and it ensures that we get this content into the, the ears, the minds, the hearts of even more leaders out there. So greatly appreciate you subscribing, rating, and reviewing the podcast as well. Now, also, I need to share with you the sponsor of today's uh, podcast is CredibleTeams.com and, and the quiz that we have there at CredibleTeams.com, and, and obviously, we have a, a great emphasis on teamwork right now at, Credible, at the Credible Leadership Group. And obviously in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the word team and what does that mean in general, but let me share with you the, the, uh, sponsor of today's podcast, and then we'll jump into what does team mean to me. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by credibleteams.com. at credibleteams.com, You can begin to build the teamwork that defeats all competitors you see, teamwork is your only real competitive advantage. It's likely that in your industry, you have competitors that are developing similar products, solving similar problems, or serving their customers in similar ways that you are. Teamwork is the only real competitive advantage that you have. How effective your team can produce products, solve problems, and serve the customer is really the only advantage you have over those other competitors. And at CredibleTeams.com, you can begin the process of building championship-level teamwork such that you can defeat all of your competitors. At CredibleTeams.com, you'll start with our short 12-question quiz that will help you to identify the enemy that is destroying your teamwork. You see, there's four enemies to teamwork. And this short quiz will help you to identify which of those enemy your team is struggling with. Once you identify the enemy your team is struggling with, then you will receive specific feedback that will enable you to begin the process of eliminating that enemy of teamwork and begin to build the teamwork that is your competitive advantage. Head over to CredibleTeams.com right now and begin our quiz so that you can begin to build the teamwork that will defeat all of your competitors. All right, there you have it. And thanks so much for uh, your attention to that particular um, ad for our sponsor. And again, here at Credible Leadership Group right now, we have a strong emphasis on teamwork and building you know, highly effective teams for you. Uh, and obviously that's why we've uh, offered up that, that quiz there at CredibleTeams.com. teams.com. And the purpose, of, as I mentioned there, the purpose of that quiz is to help you identify what enemy are, is your team struggling with such that you can begin to eliminate that team and build up the teamwork that you need to defeat your competitors. As I said, in the ad there, um, teamwork, in my opinion teamwork is the only real competitive advantage that you have and that's why uh, here at Credible Leadership Group we're we're so focused on helping you build great teams right now. And so let, let me let me kind of dive in let me talk to you a little bit about well what does team even mean to me? So the word team you know in in the workforce the word team is used Maybe I'll say it's used rather flippantly. Sometimes I think I, I think we use the word team and and we don't we don't um, put the importance on the word or or on the concept of a team as much as we should. I, I believe. But just what does team mean to me? I, I can go all the way back. Well, I'm going to start with high school, but I could I could go all the way back to to probably eight years old or so. I I was very fortunate in that. You know, my parents allowed me to play sports as a child. I'm, I'm a huge sports fan. I, I, I like to participate in sports much more than I like to watch sports. Um, but I, I've just been blessed all of my life that my parents allowed me to play sports. Uh, and as early as I guess maybe eight years old, maybe even before that, I played baseball, I played football, I played basketball. Uh, but in high school, so I'm going to kind of start with high school and, and kind of give you my history of being a part of teams, all the way up to now. Uh, and I'll start with in, in high school, uh, I was I played three different sports. Uh, I ran cross country, I ran track, and I played basketball. And if I'm honest about uh, this, that my primary focus was basketball. I ran cross country in the fall in order to get in good shape for basketball in the winter. And then as spring came around, I kind of felt like, well, I didn't have anything uh, else to do, and so I, uh, I I chose track in high school. Uh, I had uh, uh, baseball. I- I'd kind of grown out of baseball in, in the sense that uh, my eyesight got bad during middle school, and I got to where I couldn't hit the ball, uh, and it wasn't until late in the middle school that uh, uh, my-, my parents and I realized, oh yeah, your eyesight's getting bad, and that's when I went to the eye doctor, got glasses, but by then I'd kind of moved on out of baseball, and so in high school with in, in the spring, uh, then it was track for me, right? So cross country, then basketball, and then uh, track pretty much all four years of my my high school days. And, you know, all three of those are, are, are among the, 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 the concept of a team, right? Even in cross country, uh, you are running as an individual, obviously, and you're trying to beat all the other runners that are out there, but you're competing as a team. In cross country, you run a 5K or 3.1 miles, and what they do is they add up the positional placing of the top five runners on each team. So a school shows up for a cross-country meet, the first five runners for, from that school to complete the 5K, they add up their position, their overall position of, of finish, and then the team with the lowest score, the, you know, that has the first five runners uh, finish um, first, they they win as a team right so even as a uh, an, an individual running a 5k you're competing as a team uh, basketball clearly right you're you're obviously you're competing as a team you have five, five players out on the the court they're playing offense and defense at the same time and then you have other uh, players getting subbed in and out but you're 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 operating as a team and then in uh, track in, in the in the spring Uh, you have multiple different field events and then running events within track. And so you have a pretty large team of individuals that's on the track team. uh, And you, you have a a certain number of events that each individual is eligible to participate in. And so there's these field events, there's the long jump, the high jump, the pole vault shot put, those kind of events. And then you have the running events and, and even relay events in those running events. And so you are running as an individual or you're doing the high jump as an individual but you're competing as a team right just like you you are as um uh, in you know in in cross country but I, what i want to talk to you a little bit about is even in in, in all three of those environments i want to talk to you about the language that my coaches used in all three of those sports so you, again the the two running sports cross country and 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 track you have somewhat this concept of individual competitor, kind of much like tennis, right, where you have individual competitors where if you're playing singles, you go out and and you play by yourself, right? You're you're on your own. You're an individual playing. But ultimately, you're a part of a team. But I want to kind of highlight some of the language that my coaches used, even in those sports where you're somewhat competing as an individual. So I I can just remember before each of our cross-country meets, uh, so before the meet, uh, before the cross country, before the race gets started, you know, all the athletes are out there and they're stretching and they're, they're doing, you know, some running and some sprints and some things like that to kind of get loosened up, get stretched out to get loosened up. And then right before, you know, the, the start of the race, our coach would come walking in among us, uh, you know, and again, we're kind of spread out everywhere, getting stretched out and running and things like that. And here's what he would say every single time he would say, bring it in here team. And that, and that was our cue to all huddle up around him. And, you know, in that, in that few moments before the race would start, then he would, he would talk us through our strategy as a team. He would talk us through individuals. What is our strategy through the race as individuals and so forth. But before every race, even though I was going to be out there by myself running and running essentially against everyone else as an individual, I'm still competing as a team and so he would he would really emphasize that I, I mean he he probably didn't even know that, but it, it meant a lot to me that he would call us together as a team so he bring it in team and so here and as it as it were, he was also the track coach in the spring or one of the track coaches in the spring and the same thing before a track meet would start you got all these individuals. They're all going to be doing all of these different events, these different field events and running events. But before we got started, bring it in here, team, right? Huddle up around, right? And he would use the word team. And then the same thing would happen in in basketball practice or, you know, in a basketball game. Uh, I can remember our basketball coach, um, whenever there was a, maybe a, you were out on the court, and there was a timeout called or the end of a quarter was called or something like that, uh, you see you see this happen a lot, but the five players that are out on the court, they're usually exhausted. They're dead tired. They've been running up and down the court and so forth, and maybe it's the end of a quarter or a timeout is called, and the, they finally get to kind of take a breather, you know, and, and they'll kind of walk off the court and walk over to the bench. And our coach was – was very adamant that no, you didn't, you didn't just take your time wandering off the court onto the over to the bench and so forth. Now he wasn't expecting you to sprint off the court and, and that type of thing, but but the the point was he he needed to do some coaching, right? He needed to, to teach us to show us some stuff that was happening. As so that time was very very valuable to him to get us over there, get our attention, so that he could show us, you know some interest, intricacies of a play that we're missing or uh, change up a defense that because it wasn't being effective, but his language that he would use as, you know, timeout would be called whistles blown. The timeout's called or the horn blows and it's the end of a quarter. He would say, hurry up team, right? He would use the word, hurry up team, right? Get over here. Um, and, and so he's using that word team and, and again, I, at the, at the time I didn't realize how important that was. Well, let's fast forward a little bit beyond high school. I, so I've pretty much all of my childhood, I've been a part of the, this, this group called a team, uh, all through my, my childhood and in high school years. Well, then I, I land in the United States Marine Corps and lo and behold, Right after boot camp in my, in my, what's called MOS school, a military occupation school or job school, right? Right after my training around what my job was, which I I went into, uh, went into, uh, the infantry. So it was infantry, infantry school that I went into and lo and behold, as a part of that school, and also as a part of my career in, in the Marine Corps, I spent my time on what is called a fire team, right? So again, I, I get this word Team. And it's a fire team in the Marine Corps. A platoon is made up of four squads. And then each squad is made up of four fire teams and a fire team is, is four Marines, right? So that's so, so the platoon has four squads and then each squad has four fire teams. And so here I find myself, I, I've gone through high school as a, as a part of a basketball team and a track team and so forth. And then I find myself in the Marine Corps and now I'm a part of a fire team. Uh, and, and again, again, just not recognizing at the time how important this idea of team was, but it was certainly in the Marine Corps where I started to um, recognize the dynamics that happen among team members, recognizing the, the the level of trust that gets built up among team members, uh, recognizing that when you spend that much time together, when you spend that much time, especially going through difficulty, you know, going through hardship, training together. Um, You know, we would go on deployments, six-month deployments on a ship together, um, night and day. And and here I am, I'm a part of this team, this fire team, and I started to understand and recognize the level of relationships, the level of trust, uh, the level of camaraderie that can be built among a group of people that is called a team. Well fast forward beyond that and I find myself in the corporate world I, while in the Marine Corps and shortly after the Marine Corps I get a degree in computer science and I find myself in the corporate world as a software developer and I'm, I'm at the early on I'm I'm not on what was called a team but pretty pretty soon after getting into the corporate world I became a part of a a leadership group that was about changing the way that we did software development, changing the methodology that we use in the software world. I'm going to use some terms maybe that you you might not recognize, but in the software development world, we used to have a, well, we still have a process, but few follow it. Now it's called a waterfall process. And that waterfall process is, is one where you, you go about this activity, uh, really lengthy arduous activity of trying to define what are all your requirements of the software that you're going to create? And what, what's every possible uh, scenario and combination of f- function and feature? And, and once you have all of that defined, maybe maybe you've spent months and months and months to do that. Once you have all that defined, then you go about building that. And again, it's months and months to then build that. Well, we were shifting towards uh, a, a different software development methodology, what's called an agile methodology where you you define smaller increments and you build those increments and then you just build this thing over time you don't spend all that time up front trying to define all the possible you know requirements that you need you just define a few requirements and then you build them Requ- define a few more requirements and then you build those right and, and so forth you, you kind of take that iterative approach and it was called an agile methodology but more specifically it was called a scrum methodology, S-C-R-U-M methodology. And it comes from the, the rugby term for a scrum, the way they would start a game in rugby. But get this, you organize your software development team when, you, when you're moving to this scrum agile methodology, you organize your software development team in what is called scrum teams. So here again, I, I'm confronted with this concept of team and you take all of your organization of of software developers and testers and so forth and you put them together in these small almost like a fire team in in the Marine Corps but you put them together in this small cohesive group of people that is called a scrum team and so I you know I've just been a part of team's essentially all of my life. And, and in the typical corporate world, you're going to see this also. I mean, you're going to see, you know, manufacturing teams or operations teams or sales teams. You're going to have the the concept of team in almost everything you do. And so why is it important that we really understand and really emphasize, well, why is team so important? Well, l- let me talk through that with you just a little bit. Why, why is team important to me, me specifically? And and you've got to ask yourself the same question: Why is team important to you? Well, for me, in in all of those sports of my of my childhood, in my Marine Corps days, and certainly now still in my in my corporate days, team is the only path to bigger and better. You know, I, I, I've I'm pretty sure that I've shared with you all on this podcast, my story of transitioning into leadership as a, as a software developer, I wanted a bigger, I wanted the company to give me a bigger problem to solve, right? So they would give me those requirements. I would write software to solve that problem. And then the next iteration, I wanted a bigger problem. Give me a bigger problem. Let me write software that will solve that problem. Well, eventually those problems, got large enough that I couldn't solve it on my own. I couldn't. There wasn't enough time uh, for me to, on my own, build the software necessary to solve that very large problem that the business was giving me. And so initially it was this desire, give me a bigger problem, which resulted in me receiving a team of people then. So now here I am with, with a team, a scrum team. I'm not just on a scrum team, I'm leading a scrum team. And solving bigger problems but that's also w- when I noticed or, or when I kind of shifted if you will, my the, the things that energized me was I didn't want to solve the big problem anymore. I wanted to coach and help other people solve the big problems right So I wanted to see this team, this group of people solve the big problem right? and, and so for me team is the path to better, are bigger right and so if you have this desire within you this this hunger within you maybe maybe your business your group your team is is working well right now but you have this hunger and this desire that you want them to be even better you want your team to be able to do even more you want your business to grow even bigger you want to uh, defeat your competitors in the market, in, in your industry, right? So what are, you might find yourself in a situation where you feel like your team isn't operating together at all and you just want better, or you view this group of people as working rather eff- effectively, but you know it could be better. And so team and teamwork, in my opinion, it's it's the only path to doing more Doing better, right? Again, as an individual contributor, you're going to, you're limited, right? There's only so much time in the day. You can, whatever your industry that you're in is and that you're doing, you're a salesman. Well, you can only make so many sales. You can, you're limited by 24 hours a day and you can't work all 24 of those. And so you're limited as an individual in the number of sales that you can make. And the only way, the only path to bigger and better, more sales, in this case, is a team of salespeople, right? And so you, team is that path, right? Back in the day of, of competition, uh, team was the only path to winning. The same here in the corporate world. Team is the only path to winning. Your competitors in the market, if they're building an effective team, they're going to sell more product. They're going to serve more customers than you are. The only way that you're going to have more to, to, you know, to, uh, increase your business, to grow your business or, or make more sales or, or earn more revenue. The only way you're going to do that is with a team to grow the number of people doing the work. And, and as you're growing the number of people doing the work, it's critical that they're working together as a team. It's, it, teamwork is the only real competitive advantage you have. I know you've heard me say that many, many times. But for me, that's the importance of team because it is the only path to bigger and better. And, and so if in your business, if in your team, if, if that is your desire, you need to recognize that a team is the only way to get there. Um, you know, as a part of this uh, recording, this podcast, I, I wanted to share with you uh, just a, the simple definition of team, right? And so I looked it up and it, it's obvious. I mean, th- these are pretty obvious uh, definitions, but a group of players forming one side of a com- competitive game or a sport. And then the second definition here is two or more people working together two or more work people working together, right? So in the corporate world today, in our jobs today, we're probably not in, in a, in a sporting arena, right? We're not, we're not uh, in the competitive game. So as it relates to team, maybe you are, maybe you're a a basketball coach, maybe you're a, a high school coach of some sort. And if so, that's, that's fine. The word team obviously applies to you, but if you're in the corporate world, and you've got two or more people, two or more people trying to do the same thing, the definition there is they're working together. That's also a part of the definition of teamwork. The definition of teamwork is working together towards a a common goal of some sort. And so you need to recognize, as I was saying, the importance of team means it's the only path to better, to bigger, to to growth. It's the only path to that. And that's why the word team is so important. And so when we're in our corporate world, I think we should avoid kind of flippantly throwing around the word team. Team should be critically important to us. So we should not flippantly throw around, you know, manufacturing team, sales team, operations team, finance team, Team should really, really be important to us. And so when we get a group of people, two or more people, and we get them together, working together, we can't be flippant about using the word team. When they get together as a team to work together, it is critically important that they do so effectively so that we have the competitive advantage that we need. That's why Credible leader here at Credible Leadership Group, we're so focused right now on enabling you to grow your teamwork, to increase your teamwork. And in fact, I'll tell you quickly about a course that we have coming out, an online course that's coming out. Uh, it's called Building Team Trust. Team Teamwork is your only real competitive advantage. And the foundation of teamwork is trust, true team trust. And I'm not talking about You know, the fact that you've been together, your team has been together long enough that you uh, know one another really well, that you can predict one another's uh, behaviors and thoughts and things like that. I'm not talking about that. That's not team trust. I'm talking about true team trust being foundational to your two or more people being able to work together effectively as a team. And so we are uh, putting together uh, a a course that we're offering around building team trust. And in fact, we have a webinar coming out, a a webinar, uh, two live webinars, two opportunities for live webinar coming out in August, the uh, August the 12th, I believe it is. Yes, August the 12th. I'm going to be hosting two live webinars for the purpose of enabling you to uh, to build team trust. It's free webinar where we'll talk to you and teach you and walk you through how you can build team trust. We'll get you to understand exactly what team trust is. We'll give you the steps necessary to begin to build team trust. And then we'll walk you through creating your action plan for going back to your team and building team trust such that you can increase the teamwork within your team because team trust is foundational to great teamwork. And again, as, as we talked about, we should be uh, focused and emphasize the importance of team within our group, within our two or more people that are working together. So I encourage you, you, you can find the links to that course, or, or I'm sorry, to that webinar. You can find links to that webinar in the show notes for today's podcast. You'll find that over at credibleleaders.com forward slash zero three zero, as in episode thirty. That's credibleleaders.com forward slash zero three zero as in episode 30. So head over there. You'll find links to that webinar. If you're listening to this after August the 12th, then there'll be links there so such that you can get a recording of that. You can still get a recording after the fact if you missed the live webinar. So be sure you head over to credible leaders.com forward slash zero three zero so that you can get in on that content in the webinar and begin to build trust within your team. Hey, thanks so much again for tuning in. I I trust that you understand the importance of team. Without a team, you're stagnant. You cannot grow anymore. You can't achieve anymore. You can't have better or bigger business, revenue, growth, whatever it might be. You're stagnant if you don't have a team. That team is two or more people working together. And I hope you are you know, convinced and, and, and you'll continue to focus on and emphasize among your business, among your group, you'll continue to emphasize the importance of team. Because that is your own, teamwork is your only real competitive advantage. So thanks again so much for tuning in to this episode. As I said, head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash 030 for the show notes and the ways that you can get into our upcoming webinar also don't forget about credibleteams.com you can go over there take our quick quiz so that you can identify what enemy your team is struggling with and begin to uh, to defeat that enemy building out the teamwork that you need hey thanks again so much for tuning in and then till we speak again be blessed and lead well
1: This episode of the Rookie Leaders podcast has ended. But never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.